everyone, and welcome to Divide and Conquer. We're named as such because of our intent. What is our intent? Well, if you don't know by now, we are a group of sport and performance psychology consultants and contractors here at Fort Polk, Louisiana. And we also fall under the Army Resilience Directorate, and you can find them on Twitter and Facebook at Army Resilience. So each episode, we pose a question or issue related to resilience and or performance enhancement that we as a group will conquer through our individual answers. You'll find out pretty quickly our perspectives and stances often are divided. I don't know why that took me. Anyway, so we hope you enjoy our take on today's question, which is how much of a role does luck play in performance? And if we get to the next question, it's how do you prepare for or handle luck when it comes to performance? So before we get to answering, let me introduce everybody who's here. So to my left is Morgan. Uh, and then to my right, I have Jess. Hey. And then to her right, we have Marius. <laughs> and then the the person you've been listening to speak since the beginning of this episode, my name is Diego. So, who wants to go first at attempting to tackle luck? I guess I will be the lucky one to start. That was a terrible joke. Great. Great joke. Okay, the way that I view luck would be, let's think about chance. So if I have an 80-20% chance, so if I'm, let's say, not very skilled at something, so I'm assuming I have about a 20% chance of being successful in something, and I happen to be successful, I would say that would be lucky of me. Like I, I you know, Luck of the draw, I had a lucky hand today because I really should not have been successful based on the numbers, but I was. Now, vice versa, let's say I'm the 80%. I feel like I'm capable of doing whatever the task is. I'm capable of whatever the challenge is, but I fall into that 20%. I'm unsuccessful that day. I might say I'm, in fact, unlucky, right? That was just an unlucky day. Something came up. Something um, hindered me from performing at my best. That's kind of how I view luck. Now, when you think about performance, what I don't think we are very skilled at is identifying what caused us to move towards that unlucky or lucky position. So was it environmental? Was it situational? Was it just it happened to be that the other team I didn't prepare well for them or whatever the challenge was, maybe I underestimated the challenge. So my numbers at the beginning, so that 80-20, maybe that's not even accurate. So I think that's where it gets really difficult is to identify what caused us to experience some of that luck or unluck, if, it, if that makes sense. But Jess, even talking about what caused you to move into an unlucky or lucky position, that's still something influencing the end state that you attribute as luck. So to me, by adding the part where something is pushing someone into either position mitigates luck. And I, I mean, I don't believe in luck. So when I hear that, that there's environmental 
choices, that kind of stuff that pushes me into a lucky or unlucky result that's not luck. Something caused it. Now, I think there's a difference between in my control or not, but that to me isn't necessarily luck. Since you're enjoying golf right now, something that could be an unlucky or an unfortunate situation would be I go to swing and let's say a gust of wind picks up right as I'm swinging and it potentially impacts the trajectory of the ball. To me, there's nothing that you can necessarily plan. You can't plan for all of those things. You can't say, oh, I'm going to start to position my body to the left because I know a gust is going to come from the left. And so I need to like make sure that I am overcompensating for that. You can't do that necessarily. Now, if it's a constantly windy day, you can, but if it's just a random gust, then it impacts my ball. And I would say that's just unlucky, right? It's just happened to, it's happenstance. It's just something that you can't plan for. It happened, it impacted my performance. And okay, I have to move on from that. I would call it out of my control, not necessarily luck. So same thing, I just don't see that, or I wouldn't attribute it as unlucky, just something out of my control. So I've been trying to conceptualize what luck means to me in terms of how it plays out in a realistic situation in terms of performance. Listening to you two, it seems like you're both getting at the same thing. It's just, you know, just some discrepancies here and there. But as I, I tend to be more inclined to agree with Jess, no matter what you do, your preparation, your execution, there's always going to be an element of the conditions aligning in a certain way and by conditions, I mean environmental factors outside of your control, which goes to what Morgan's talking about. So those things will align in a way that will either, I don't know if I should make it as dichotomous as I'm going to make it, but whatever. The conditions will either align to help you succeed or help you not succeed. I hear Diego that it sounds like we're speaking about the same thing. I guess my mind goes back to attribution theory. So stability, unstability, luck is a portion of that something that's unstable, but there's still a whole category of locus of control. Is it in my control or is it not? And so, yes, there are unstable factors that could attribute to luck. I guess where my hesitancy to identify luck is that I just overall, not just in sport, I don't believe in luck. I don't, don't believe it's a thing control not in my control I have other reasons but I just don't believe in it so my natural inclination is to look at something that someone might attribute as luck or something unstable factor that's not in my control as not in my control so I'm super curious then because you're a former athlete I would say I, I do believe in luck but hearing you explain that I'm curious how you see that having impact on your own athletic career um do you think it was beneficial seeing it that way do you think it might have maybe caused some more difficulty right because for some performers they can say oh that was just bad luck right and it keeps maybe their confidence intact or maybe it keeps their momentum going right uh whereas if you don't believe in luck you might be able to attribute it to unstable factors but maybe you take it in a different way. So I'm curious how you saw that impact your performance with that kind of view. Yeah. So just, um, how do you see 
the fact that you don't believe in luck, knowing that there's people like other performers that do believe in luck, yeah. how do you see that impacting your performance? Do you think it helped you? Um, do you think it's neutral? Do you think it made things a little bit more difficult? Does that like does yeah, that even make sense? Okay. Mm -hmm. So I guess luck in my swimming career just wasn't a part of our language even then. So like my coach never said, hey, you got lucky there or X, Y, Z. It was identifying after the fact, like what made that particular success or failure good or bad. And so that's where I see the, what have I done or what were the conditions that made this decision? So it wasn't necessarily luck. Sure, there were things outside of me that played an impact, but luck was just never a part of our language. And I think that's actually helpful because luck we cannot control. Like it just is. And so if I'm thinking about something that I did well, and it, I, tr I attribute it to luck, oh, I, I was just lucky in this situation, or wow, that was lucky. I, I can't repeat that. That's out of my control. So my confidence and my ability to do what I just did wasn't because of me, it was because of luck. And so I can't necessarily repeat it unless those exact conditions align. That's out of my control. If I fail and I say, oh, I that was unlucky, there's still something I could have done, maybe read ahead of time, a learning opportunity that I'm missing if I'm saying, oh, that was just unlucky. Now, I'm also, I was a part of a sport where it was one race. And so that's an isolated moment. And then I have another race. I could see where it might be a little bit different if I'm in a sport like football or soccer, where it's a continuous game and I have to get over this one moment and move on. There's still an element of that in swimming, but it's not necessarily so continuous. But I think it's actually, uh, to me, it, it has, it's helpful not to really think of luck as a component because of the controllability factor opening up lessons if I attribute something to luck or not. There's a lot of division on this one. We haven't had this very often. It's kind of fun. Yeah. I love debating you, Morgan. Gross. <laughs> 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 you said a lot there. I'm trying to puzzle it. Or put all the puzzle pieces together. I don't know if that made sense. It made sense in my head. No, it, it makes sense. You're right. You can't you can't necessarily if you attribute something to luck or being unlucky, you cannot necessarily repeat those performances. However, just because you are lucky, or I'm sorry, just because you are successful also doesn't mean that you will be likely to repeat that performance. If that makes sense. If I haven't mastered certain skills, if I haven't mastered certain techniques and strategies and efforts, then the chances of me repeating that success are also not attributed to my skill. It's attributed to something else that just happenstance. And again, I'm going to go back to like, maybe I got lucky because I didn't ha necessarily have the skills to back up what I just did. So I think it's about just accurately identifying why I was successful or unsuccessful. And I think it's okay to say, you know what? that was just unlucky or that I happened to get lucky, right? So I may have been successful and I could still attribute my success to, wow, I got lucky. Now, can I learn from that? Can I go, okay, let me look back and see where did I go wrong? Where can I still make strides? What did I do well? And I want to be able to repeat that and then add to what it is that I can identify as, yes, that was going well. For example, I even think about, so I'll go back to golf. You could hit a, you could hit a ball and then let's say that there's a rock or something just randomly placed and it hits a really weird bounce any other day if that rock's not there maybe I hit the green and I one putt 
right? And that significantly changes or alters my round potentially if I let that hole say, say I double bogey because of the bounce maybe went to a hazard. Now I'm having all these extra strokes. And then I move on to the next hole and say, I can't clear my mind that potentially impacts the rest of my performance, which I do have control over, but that could just be completely just, it's unlucky. I, I play this same course every day. If you're Tiger Woods and you have the money to do that, right? Like if I play this course frequently enough, I know that rock's not normally there, right? So, and we all have those experiences where it's just like, wow, what just happened? So I guess in my mind, if luck is a part of it, then like a part of my reflection, I'm less likely, whoa, <laughs> I'm less likely to actually go back and think about what can I control? Does that mean people don't do that? No, I just, you're less likely because in my mind. So I don't know if that's scientifically just my Morgan's own little process of understanding. Well, don't you think by assuming or attributing anything to luck that you know it's not in fact you? I know that was not me that just did this. I know that was not my skill. I know that was not something I created. It just happened. And maybe they are more likely to, not necessarily more likely to reflect, but at least they're attributing to something that is, in fact, not their own doing. And I think we're circling back to I would view that as, hey, that was out of my control and recognizing it was out of my control. That it's just an environmental factor. So the rock that was environmental out out of my control. So, I mean, I think we're calling the same thing differently. (laughs) That's what I was Potato, potato. Avocado, avocado. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I draw the line. You're welcome. Avocado. I'm enjoying watching you guys debate, and I'm trying to find a middle ground of whether we call it out of control or bad luck or good luck. But I think framing it, framing the question in this way of like how it helps or affects performance is really interesting because, you know, just while you're talking about that golf example of like you know hitting a rock and then it rolls into hazard right and you don't get the score that you wanted on that hole the proper reflection whether is you know in morgan's view of more out of control or you know let's say jess's view of bad luck i think just it shows the importance of that proper reflection right and and doing the hard work for that so you know what stands out for me about the way you look at it Jess is that you're still considering all these factors right and and it's not like the more common view of just kind of waving something off and saying oh that was bad luck right and they just don't think about it they leave it and they don't learn anything from it right and I can hear that in your reflection too Morgan of like you're going through all all these factors and then maybe settling on like okay these were out of my control so I'm not going to worry about them um but all I can think about is that I'm thinking about that golf example is the fact that, okay, if you do this proper reflection, you may not have gotten the score that you wanted on that hole, but maybe your confidence is not shaken. Maybe you learned something from that, right? Whether, you know, cause I'm thinking, okay, if it's, if it was bad luck that you hit that rock, maybe that exact scenario doesn't repeat itself. However, you learned or you were able to persevere through some adversity, right? Through a challenge, through something out of your control. And that can help a lot, I think, in performance, right? So 
even if you hit something out of your control, even if you hit something that's bad luck, there's still ways with proper reflection, with, you know, doing the work, there, there are ways that you can learn and get better from that. So while you guys were debating that, that's what I was thinking about. And I find that very fascinating. But I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head that it is about the proper reflection. I mean, that's what we're talking about. It's not necessarily, it's looking back at something and what are we attributing what happened to? And regardless of what you identify, you have to be accurate in that. I think something else to consider would be, yes, Marius, that was, that was a wonderful way to wrap those things up and tie those things together and to emphasize that reflection piece. Also to, it pulls us away from getting too fixated on the outcome. Because when you can understand that there are other factors that contribute to your performance outside of your control, both of what we're saying, Morgan, you're saying out of your control, I might label it as luck on occasion. I don't always label everything as luck or unlucky. However, it does help me to understand that there are going to be factors that are going to prevent me from getting the, the outcome that I want every single time. And that's okay. Because if my focus can be on development, mastery, learning, and less on the outcome, then those times where I do hit a rock off of a shot, it's fine, right? I can learn from that. Some adversity, I'll move on. What could I have done differently? Or it's just, it is what it is and moving on. Wow. Sorry to take up all that time, guys. I know. I I just kind of just hogged all the time from you all. (laughs) I wish you would have stopped talking a long time ago. You and me both. (laughs) Anyway, since I don't have anything else to add, and I believe everybody was able to effectively get out what they really wanted to say, and I thought it was really fascinating, so I'm just going to wrap it up right about now. Included in that wrap-up is going to be me challenging you all, or at least what are your all's view on this particular topic? Because I feel like maybe we can get as answers as divisive as the ones we got today between all of us. So feel free to leave your thoughts either on the YouTube video or the Facebook post in which whenever this episode goes live. So with that, hope you all have a fantastic grand old time and we'll see you all next time. I'm waving bye. (laughs) She was waving bye.